0: Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Chirps? My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always, and it is the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, what is it? Officially, it's Thanksgiving. Whoa! Eat as much turkey as you would like. Yep. And watch as much football as you would like. Yep. And get as fat as you would like. Yep. Great day.
1: It's honestly, it's good. it's totally
0: yeah. America. That's
1: it. Really is. Gluttonize
0: <laughs> yourself until you fall asleep watching football. A sport Fourth that of July like watches
1: around the world. Right, Fourth of July is the celebration of america mm-hmm. but thanksgiving is kind of the real fourth of july of you gotta
0: look good you know what i mean if you lose weight get yourself ready for the summer you gotta look good in those those shorts and t-shirts right yeah if thanksgiving you just you're all bar if you're in the north you're bundled right cover that crap up eat as much as you want the you true. watch
1: football literally all day <laughs> all day
0: long. so great holiday quickly rick because we got a lot to get to in this episode. Okay. Um, I want you to rank your three favorite holidays. Oh,
1: I feel super basic okay. saying my three favorite holidays, but I'll go, uh, I'll go 4th of July 3, okay. Thanksgiving 2,
0: Christmas 1. All right. I got, I got 4th of July 3, Christmas 2, Thanksgiving 1.
1: Okay. So pretty much the same. Okay. I feel like we're pretty basic though. Yeah.
0: That's, that's, that's basic. I mean, who says Easter?
1: Right. I mean, I used to love Easter I a little. That's true. Um, maybe throw out a wild card like uh, St. Patrick's Day or something, but
0: <laughs> don't really do anything. All right, he'll love St. Patrick's Day. Um, but anyway, we're going to give you a massive Thanksgiving game preview and walk through all three games on Thanksgiving and discuss... The player matchups, whether we're comfortable starting guys or not, and uh, give you give you a, a preview into each game, and then we'll pick at after each game the winner. Yep, and who to gamble on, and who to gamble on. Yeah, <laughs> who to, which line to pick? Rick, Rick can take that because I can't gamble in the good old state of Massachusetts oh but i
1: can in new hampshire
0: yes you can uh but anyway uh before we do that check our website fans just uh champions.com follow us on twitter instagram facebook tiktok if you're listening on apple podcast spotify stitcher or any other podcast platforms please leave a review and share this podcast with your friends if you're watching on youtube subscribe click the bell for notifications like and comment down below um happy, happy thanksgiving by the way i don't know if i said that happy, happy, thanksgiving, thanksgiving. Dude. happy thanksgiving um all right let's let's get to the let's get to the 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 turkey and potatoes
1: Oh, I like what you did there. Yeah, hey,
0: hey. Um, so game one, I believe is at 1 o'clock. Is that correct?
1: I think it's earlier, isn't Ooh, it? Like 12, usually.
0: Yeah. Uh, 12, 30. Either way, whenever like it starts. Uh, the Bills <laughs> are traveling to Detroit. And by mean traveling, just going back to where they were last week. Um, I, 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 did they stay right, in town? they're not even moving, I don't think. Did they stay <laughs> in town? Gonna... I would imagine, yeah, right? It's I four think day, they're staying in town, Four days? Yeah. Okay. All right, I, that's why... He's the NFL man. They're a bunch of dirtbags. bags. The Bills are one of the best organizations in football, and they're like, ah, well, let's give them, let's give it to them a little easy. We'll put their game after the Giants. We'll move yeah. their snow game, their snow game where you know they're supposed to be an organization that digs themselves out and plays in the snow, and right. move that game to Detroit because you know we can't have we can't have this situation. We can't have the Bills being played no. in tough weather, and then they go to Detroit." were well, playing in four days. A
1: yeah. Bills fan would say, "Why didn't you decide it sooner so they could go down even earlier so they could actually practice uh, in the week?" Because they didn't get to practice. Is that the argument? They you got have? there.
0: Is that the is that the argument you're presenting? No, I don't think so. Uh, oh, but okay.
1: <laughs> but then on Sunday, they apparently came out really flat in the first half. Yeah, and uh, people, Bills fans, were blaming it on that and hating on the NFL. Mm-hmm making them do it last second wild
0: but anyway the bills are playing the detroit lions um josh allen still hasn't been um the his normal spectacular self even though the lions got the i mean uh the bills got the win on sunday um lions coming on in on a three game win streak Uh uh-oh uh-oh might be might be a little bit more to handle for the bills than they expect uh bills by a thousand (laughs) all right let's talk about the bills roster um Josh Allen QB1. I think you got to start him against Detroit. One of the easiest oh, yeah. oh, uh, one of the easiest. <sighs> Definitely got to start him against Detroit. You know, you should probably start him on a week to week basis at this point. Um or always. Always and forever. I'm trying to find the numbers though. Uh Detroit Lions give up 24 fantasy points a game to the quarterback position, which is the worst in the NFL. Um So, should be an easy game for Josh Allen. Uh I probably will rank him as my QB1 this week.
1: Yeah, I I think he's going to be my QB1 as well. Do
0: you think the Thursday night uh, or Thursday game uh, bites the Bills in the butt and they play flat, or do you think this is going to be a easy go about it for them? I mean, maybe. Or but for Josh Allen more specifically.
1: Um, Usually Thanksgiving is a little – like you know how Thursday night football is always kind of gross? Yeah. Usually the Thanksgiving games are kind of different. Like they can be gross – There's a lot of gross games, but sometimes you'll see an offensive explosion. Just off the top of my head, I know like I think two or three years ago, uh, Deshaun Watson in the Houston Texans, he threw like four touchdowns to Will Fuller. Is that when you decided you were going to rip your pants off for Deshaun Watson? No pun intended. Yeah. And then I ripped them right back on. I, you know, after hearing about what he does to people with their pants off. But anyway,
0: uh... (laughs) he's like, I put my pants right back on.
1: Yeah. um... (laughs) No, uh, Against Detroit too. It's like this doesn't this just feel like a soft bounce back landing spot
0: for Josh Allen yeah, to like where he can after a three tough games.
1: I mean he just hey, go out and like get four
0: touchdowns. I'm not gonna lie, as a Patriots fan, I would love Josh Allen to blow in this game so that next week he's in it's in his head. And uh, when the Pats play the Bills on Thursday night next week we can uh we can beat him.
1: That's true. Is that game in Gillette? Of There's Night no Football?
0: Uh, I think it's in Buffalo. But no, look. It uh yeah. Oh no, it is in July Oh, okay.
1: So they have to they have oh, to be in Detroit key? for two weeks and then go to New England. Low key, should That's I go to that game? Well go ahead, it's probably gonna be like ten degrees out.
0: I noticed that Pat's tickets are kinda cheaper than I thought they were gonna be when I looked them up like two days before the game. I, I might check that out and see if I can go.
1: You gotta do it like that day yeah or the day of um, yeah the night before all right
0: so then we have devin singletary uh and james cook um for the running back position for the buffalo bills uh devin singletary has been a weird odd commodity here he's running back 21 on the season uh these are his games in order from week one to 11 8 4 24 11 5 14 9 8 15 and 17 in fantasy points and ppr Honestly, um, that's an RB two. Yeah, it is. It's an RB two, low end, low end. Um, but at the running back position, you have the Detroit Lions giving up twenty one point six points per game to the position. Um, I feel like this is a good, and and this is in Detroit. So like, I don't like. I don't know that how much. Like, I feel like the Bills are going to try to pass the frick out of the ball. But. Devin Singletary is a good start this week if you need um, Devin Singletary to be a start.
1: Yeah, I think he's he's a good start. Uh, he's just like, you never know when he's going to suck, mm. I feel like. <laughs> like. Against Pittsburgh, that was a good matchup. And he got five points. Yeah, he pooped himself. Um, the Packers isn't like the best matchup, but it's not a hard match to be there. He got nine points. So like, I don't know. It's kind of tough, but against the Lions, dude, yeah. I feel like you got to start him, right?
0: Um, yeah, yeah, I, I feel like you got to start him, especially if there's bye weeks and stuff. You you got, to yeah. you got to roll up. unless
1: you got, you know, three top twenty running backs mm-hmm. already on your team. Then maybe right. not.
0: Um, and James Cook was he's a decent pickup this week in terms of like if he's still on your waiver wire and nobody picked him up, I I'd, I'd go and snag him and add him to your roster. Um, I think he's a decent pickup, but I. I'm not gonna like start him in a game until I've seen something productive from him. Um right. so, so don't start James Cook even though the matchup is good.
1: Yeah, that's I agree with that. He I mean he hasn't had a game yet this year with ten points. So uh
0: at the wide receiver position we have Stefan Diggs, uh, who is the wide receiver one on the season, superstar. Um had a tough week this past like his lowest target total of the season. That's gonna change. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stefan Diggs was complaining to the offensive coordinator, to Josh Allen, to his mom well, <laughs> about how many targets he got this week. So this this should be a, like, 16-target week for, for Stefan Diggs.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was he, – in the first half, it looked like he was, like, I don't know, complaining. Mm-hmm. but And then he got a touchdown right after that. So, like, yeah. it was kind of like, okay. But, yeah, usually games <clears throat> where Diggs has uh, – a low target share, he usually the next week, like any great receiver, like you look at Adams, Justin Jefferson, um, even Tyreek, like these guys, if they have like a five or six target game, it's almost a lock that the next week they're going to get double digit targets. Yeah. So yep. that's going to happen with Diggs. He's a great player. I know like DFS lineups, it's going to be an expensive duo, but if you're going to play Josh Allen and Diggs, this might be the week to stack those guys up.
0: Yeah. Um, this is his last easy game of the season, by the way. Um, matchups usually don't super matter, but in the two tougher matchups he's had on the season, he had 14 against the Jets, 14 against Miami. So mm. this, I think, could be the last like time on the season where Diggs puts up like a massive. Is Miami a tough game. matchup? They are now. That's interesting. With their cornerbacks back.
1: Oh, well,
0: I guess, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Diggs is the wide receiver one. Obviously, he's going to start. I like his matchup against Detroit, so I expect big things for Stephen Diggs this week. You also have Gabe Davis against Detroit. Um, that is a good a good play. Um, you know, there could be, because of the amount of passing, I I think this is going to be, like Rick said, a get-right game for Josh Allen where they're going to try to get him uh, to see see things on the field a little bit better than he has um, and I think if there's touchdowns being thrown by Josh Allen, if he throws two, three touchdowns in the game, um, Gabe Davis is going to be one of those guys that catches one. So, um, I want to get him in my lineup. And then if you are deeper, deeper, deeper in your flex and you just don't have anyone to play and the waiver wire is kind of frail. I do like Isaiah McKenzie against Detroit as well. Um, if he's playing, I don't know if I, I, I haven't heard anything about McKenzie in the last couple of weeks.
1: Well, he hasn't had 10 fantasy points since week four.
0: Oh, man. I still don't mind it. <laughs>
1: so, okay. And,
0: and like I said, deeper leagues. Yeah,
1: yeah. If, you, if you're in like a really deep league and you're kind of desperate, it is a good matchup. So it could be a week where he gets a touchdown.
0: Um, any other thoughts on these wide receivers?
1: No. I, I think, you know, Davis, I'm I'm always iffy about him, but I think it's a good start against the Lions. And then obviously Diggs is Diggs. So,
0: yeah. Um, and then Dawson Knox in the last couple weeks, I've noticed uh, a slight increase in production. He's been a little bit better.
1: It's Dawson Knox season He's back, back,
0: baby. Uh, do you like him against Detroit?
1: I do. I mean, define like though, <laughs> I mean, he I, I don't see him as like a top five tight end option, even top seven. Yeah. So if you already have a, a, a solid tight end you can plug and play him over Dawson Knox. But it's he a good should... matchup. So um you know let's say you had Kyle Pitts, mm-hmm. you dropped him um, and you have Dawson Knox is an option for you. I think he's a good, very good start. I think I'd probably rank him as a top 12 guy this week, but he's around 12, I would assume, um, 10 to 12. But uh, it's a good matchup, and he's been playing well recently. I think mm-hmm. uh, it is a good start for him, low-end title one.
0: Okay, let's talk about the Detroit Lions, um, and we'll just say sit for everybody. Uh, Jared Goff, no.
1: Dude, he's still on um, a team in our Really? Yeah. What the frig?
0: You know who when? has him? Who?
1: The guy I just made the trade with. Oh. <laughs> he's been on his team since like week
0: Wild. four.
1: What is he doing? And he, he, like five weeks ago, I was trying to get him Trevor Lawrence because he's a quarterback, and he said he'd rather have Goff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, he goes up against Buffalo. Uh, Jared Goff, obvious sit. Uh, Rick, for you, you just acquired DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams in that very trade you were talking about. Yep. You got to make this decision going up against the Buffalo Bills—tough matchup. I honestly, knowing how Swift has played and knowing that Jamal Williams is getting as much work as he's gotten, mm. I'm leaning towards sitting both of these young fellows.
1: Well, thankfully, I can do that if I want to right now. Okay, um, I might end up doing something where I have to play one of these guys. Yeah. Uh, if I do that, I don't really know what to do. But, yeah, right now, I am I am sitting both guys. Okay, I think the the way it is, though, like... In, in positive game scripts, Jamal Williams has become a very good start because he's <laughs> the goal linebacker. Yeah, So right. he's guaranteed to get you double-digit fans points. I mean, right. look at the last four weeks for Jamal Williams. 22, right. 10, 11, 24. Mm-hmm. Swift has played in three of those four games. So, um, Jamal Williams is still putting up numbers. And then for Swift, like... I... I actually think Swift might be the better option for this week, and I'll Mm -hmm. tell you because it's a negative game script. So, and um, you feel
0: like he's going to get some pass catching work?
1: Yes, I think he could get some passing work. I think uh, I don't really see a ton of chances where the Lions are, uh, you know, controlling the clock and stuffing it up the middle with Jamal Williams. They're going to try early, but yeah, they are going to try early. I don't know, man. (laughs) This is this is hard for me, but um. It feels like at this point you kind of have to start Jamal Lewis, but the only problem is he has no receiving upside. He hasn't had a target since week eight. If he
0: just dies in the running game or doesn't score a touchdown, you're toast.
1: Right, right.
0: I would rather go down with Swift. I'd still go down with Swift, yeah. But, like, if you have the opportunity to not start either one of these guys this week, I would do it. Um, Or either,
1: like, uh, it's tough because neither of us have done our rankings yet, but, like. I don't know if... Are these guys top 20 running backs for this week? No, I don't think so.
0: Okay. Um, As far as the wide receiver position goes, there's really no one else at the wide receiver position that you would want to start outside of Amon Ra, St. Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, I would start him this He's week. They've
1: had so many injuries at wide receiver this year. It's a tough matchup,
0: but I think Amon Ra has got to be a set. I mean, a start. Oh, crap. You guys are going to get screwed if you sit... <laughs> Yeah, amon is gonna be a start. He's gonna get to yeah, I mean, in ten. I they times. gotta throw the ball to somebody. He'll probably so. catch eight passes. Like that already gives you a base floor. Like you're good. Start amon Ra. Um and then they don't have a tight end. Brock Wright. If you really wanna get sweaty,
1: um, if Josh Reynolds playing this game plays in this game, do you consider starting him? He's uh, um, before he got hurt, he was doing really well. No, no, no. Um, yeah, and then I was DJ hol- Chark came back last week. Oh, good, good for him. And he had one target.
0: Yeah, never mind. Um, I was hoping Jamison Williams would be back soon. Sounds like he is coming back soon. I want to watch him play in a game, but I don't think I know. Be. I was really
1: hoping he'd play this week, but I, I don't think he's. Uh... Um.
0: All right, so let's move to the second game. The over/under in that game, by the way, is fifty-two points. I'm assuming that they're going to say that the Lions score twenty and the Bills score thirty. That's balls. a lot. <laughs> That's um, a high. So, who wins the game quickly? Bills. Bills. Yeah. Bills. Easy. Um. Game two. We have the Giants at the Cowboys, so this is a huge divisional matchup. Um, I'm going to say the Cowboys are going to freaking kick the crap out of the Giants in this game, but it is a big game because the Giants are in the division, and if they can somehow beat the Cowboys, they got the. I think they got the first their first place in the NFC East, right? No, the- uh, the Eagles no, the Eagles. And the Eagles so they would pass they would pass the cowboys though. They would pass the cowboys. Big though, divisional yeah. matchup. I'm excited to see it. Let's break down the uh New York Giants first. Um if I could find their name. Give me one second. Danny Dimes, Danny, Dimes the quarterback. Danny. Sorry, I was trying to pull up their depth chart so I could intelligently talk about the rest of their positions. Uh Daniel Jones going up against Dallas. Um I liked him last week in a start. I do not like him this week against Dallas on Thursday night or on Thursday football. Um, the short week, the hard matchup, I'm going to sit Daniel Jones. What about you?
1: Yeah, I'm going to sit him too. And there's some, some of the reasoning is we'll talk about soon, but, um, it's also a really tough matchup for him. I mean, we saw a Dallas in Minnesota Mm -hmm. that fronts their pass rush is elite. Mark. Micah Parsons is elite. Mm Um, that defense has been really, really good this year. So, it's just it's just a difficult matchup. I think he has a floor though because of his rushing, um, but I still
0: would start him. Okay. Um, at the running back position, we got Shaken Bake, Saquon Barkley. I am I am I am mildly pissed off at the Giants okay. this week. Um, and, and and if you watch the Giants game, you would have noticed that a guy that goes by the name of Matt Breida, okay, stole a touchdown. Away from Saquon Barkley, and I needed a monster game. I needed, a, I needed a saving, I, I needed a saving grace game here, because right, you know, Barkley against Detroit, f- five fantasy points. can uh,
1: Yeah, that's really bad.
0: Um, he had 15 rushes for 22 yards, um, and didn't score a touchdown and didn't really get much receiving work, or he did target share wise. It was a bad game for Saquon Barkley. But Dallas is going to do some things to this team. Um, I, I like you. Still have to start Saquon, but yeah, I'm scared.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're gonna. He's gonna get work. It is a really tough matchup, and I feel like the Cowboys are gonna just like mm-hmm. we're kind of a, reverting back a little bit with the Giants to the point where like defenses are going to put their entire focus on Saquon Barkley. Uh And it's going to be kind of difficult for him. um, So I think he's going to have to make like one of those miracle runs where he just breaks five tackles and gets like a 50 yard run, which he's very capable of doing, but there's not going to be a lot there for him. Um, Maybe he could get a lot of receiving work. I think that's possible. Um, Some dump offs, especially with the group that they have right now, but Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a little concerning, but, I mean, he's Saquon. you got to ride him.
0: Yep, that's what she said. Um, okay. let's, oh. <laughs> let's talk about the wide receiver position. I don't think there's anyone that I would want to start. Wandale's out for the season. Or his uh, ACL. ACL. Darius Slayton has some boom weeks sometimes, but not nearly enough to be like, okay, I want to get this guy out there, and then there's no yeah. one else on the team that even would be close to considering as a start. Um, so, well, go ahead. right, so that
1: – Right now, I think Slayton is the only guy that you can start. And it's because there's nobody else. Like, last week, he had 10 targets. Um, I think he's probably going to get that again against the Cowboys. But at the same time, it's not a good matchup. <laughs> it's like, he's going to be matched up with Diggs. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, do you even really want to start Slayton? I mean, no, not at all. If, if you, you know, if you need to start with your flex, I don't think it's the worst thing. But, mm. He he's not somebody you're going out of your out of your way to start. But he has been pretty good the last couple weeks and mm-hmm. he's gonna demand the most targets because outside of him, dude, who like David no Stills is team?
0: No David Stills.
1: Yeah, like do you want to start him?
0: No, not at all. So um there's no tight end on the team. Daniel Bellinger uh gets some opportunity, but he's not um anywhere close to being startable for fantasy football. So um no one at the tight end position. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Sure. Uh, So so the Giants have been really good defensively this year. This is why they have the record that they do. It's why they're in the position that they are in. And it's not going to be an easy game for Dak either. Um, The Giants currently give up 14.9 fantasy points per game to the quarterback position. Um, Dak did just rip the drawers off the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Obviously, the Giants have had a good defense this year. But uh, didn't they just lose one of their best corners? I can't. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not gonna take that in because I can't remember. But uh, Dak Prescott does have a tough matchup this week, and when Dak has a tough matchup, sometimes he sucks. So, um, and it's on Thursday. So I, I feel like it could go one of two ways. You're gonna get like a five point game from Dak, or you're gonna get like a 26 point game from Dak. It could really go in either direction. Um, but he's a good quarterback. Um, I think he's definitely like. Would you you still got him in your top ten?
1: Yeah, he he might be like tenth, but <laughs> yeah.
0: So he's he's gonna be a start for most for for most teams. Yeah, unless you have like Joe Burrow and Dak Prescott. Like you're gonna start right. Um, well,
1: yeah, if you have another quarterback, which you might. Um, you drafted you Dak get...
0: and Joe Burrow, and I
1: you... I believe it. I could see it. <laughs> but yeah, I
0: he uh... certainly didn't listen to us then.
1: Right. Um the Giants defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But at this point I, I think you're right, though if you have Dak, you're probably starting him no matter what. And he right. has been pretty good the last couple of weeks. So uh I would say it, it it's a decent start, but mm-hmm. I don't know if he's getting like forty
0: fantasy points. <laughs> okay. Um Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, my fellas, my old yep. favorite running back and my new favorite running back. I have a question for you. Got to have a watch the Cowboys. Go ahead. How long is it going to last where they're both relevant? Um not very long. Zeke's going to lose this thing. Okay. I don't know how long they can continue giving like Zeke has like explosiveness. And to be honest with you it's the it's the NFL Rick. They could go 50-50 for a while. Yeah, but if they continue to go 50-50
1: I don't think they're going to be putting up the fan. Like last week, what they did was amazing. But if they have the same work again against the Giants.
0: Yeah, Pollard's not catching two touchdown passes for more than 30 yards.
1: (laughs) Right. And I don't think Zeke is getting two goal. Like, I mean, he might, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think that the tough part, and I'll I'll say this. Right now, like I want Pollard to take over the job. Not just because I have him in multiple leagues, but because I I think he's the better running back at this point. Yeah, right. More explosive, too. and I think Pollard will have work, especially in the passing game, because he pretty much ta- has taken that. He'll have like five targets, four catches, fifty yards, something stupid like that. Um, but he'll get like ten rushes on the ground for like twenty-five yards, or thirty yards, or forty yards, or whatever it ends up being, and that'll be his day. Um, and and he'll move the ball inside the twenties. And I mean, uh, yeah, in between the twenties. And then as soon as they get inside the twenty-yard line, when they get to the red zone, Zeke's rolling out there. He's rolling out there to destroy and. Eat touchdowns. So and I Chick-fil-A. still think both of the and check fil I, I still think both of these guys are viable starts on a week to week basis. Um, you know, like obviously if you have better options, um, like I would sit Pollard, but I think, okay. you know, and when you watch Dallas, I don't know if you watched a ton of Dallas Cowboys games this year, but when you watch Dallas, it's really like, um, they give full drives to people. So they'll they'll say, like, Pollard, you get this drive. Zeke, you get this drive. There's really no, like, rhyme or reason to it. They're not, like, changing running backs out in the middle of drives.
1: So lot. you just said, though, you would, you know, if you have a better matchup, you could sit Pollard. So you, if you have Zeke and Pollard for some reason, you would start Zeke over
0: Pollard? Yeah, because I think Zeke, they get into the red zone a lot, and I think Zeke would score touchdowns. Okay. Whereas Pollard has, he has a higher upside to catch passes and to produce on the ground. But if he doesn't score a touchdown, then you right. could be in for like an eight, nine, ten fantasy point day. Whereas but couldn't you Zeke, say the same thing? For Zeke Zeke like get, Z- no, I was going to say that Zeke could get 40 yards and score <laughs> two touchdowns and all of a sudden you have a good day. So, yeah, I mean, like I, I, I'm willing to start both of them. It's a tough matchup. So it's like, I'm not excited about it, but I'd, I'd start both. Uh, if you had to put a gun to my head and say, choose, I would choose Zeke.
1: Okay, I would choose Pollard probably, probably, but
0: okay. I mean, I hope I, I hope you, I hope you're right. <laughs> so there's your, there's your running backs. Um, Gallup has blown, so I don't really want to. Yep. I don't want to start or put him. I have Gallup
1: running. in a league in our in our main league, and I've, mm-hmm. um, I he, he's kind of at the point where I, I know if I drop him, somebody's gonna pick him up, but mm-hmm. he's at the same time it's like he's he's kind of just wasting a
0: roster spot at this point, right? Um, and CD's obviously going to be in your lineup. Yeah. CD have Lamb, you seen this, top 10 receiver. Have you seen his speedster, Cavante Turpin? Uh, A little bit. He's, he's a punt returner. He doesn't really do anything else for their team, but he's freaking lightning fast when he punt returns. You know
1: what I don't like is freaking Noah Brown.
0: Oh, he's freaking annoying.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he, I thought he would be completely irrelevant when Michael Gallup came back, it but a, he's... I mean, he's, no, he is kind of irrelevant.
0: But- I had CD last year and it was really annoying because you have CD and Amari Cooper and he would literally target the fourth wide receiver seven times. It's like, Dak, what are you doing? Yeah. We're paying these other guys money and you're just dumping it off. Like, oh, so annoying. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. Um, Dalton Schultz is their tight end. Um, Dalton Schultz has been really, really good in recent weeks after starting the season kind of slowly. Um, it's really, with Dak,
1: like week one, he had Dak. He had thirteen points. Dak gets hurt. Dalton Schultz gets one point, and then yeah. he gets hurt, and then he comes back. with Dak comes back, and he gets 9, 13, 17. and then this week he only had five. But um, he I he had a red zone target that he dropped or mm-hmm. a deck overthrew him. I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he was involved in the game plan. It was just Pollard and Zeke were scoring all the touchdowns. Right.
0: But I would I would yeah. start. Schultz he's
1: okay, yeah so would you start Schultz or Dawson Knox
0: uh, why do you have that
1: conundrum? I don't have I, I don't have either I just thought it was a good question Um,
0: <laughs> I probably start Schultz
1: I <laughs> would start Schultz too yeah
0: Um. all right and then uh, you know I kind of already gave the bag away but I think the Cowboys are gonna win by 10 points uh,
1: I really want to say the Giants but they don't have a receiver so I'm gonna
0: have to go Cowboys you know okay. that hurts my soul um, it's a 40, 30. thirty. Uh, I'm rooting for the Giants hard though. Let's go Giants! It's a forty three and a half point over under for that game. Um, so there you go, Giants, Cowboys, Bills, Lions. We got two in the bag. One matchup to go. Our hometown, here we go. Our hometown heroes.
1: Have we talked about? I don't think uh, we talked
0: about the 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 Patriots. Well, the, Patriots. the Patriots. No, I don't think we've talked about the Pats. We're about to. Game three. Patriots at Vikings. Thursday night, the Turducken game. Mac Jones better be eating a turkey leg at the end of the night, I swear. You
1: know, we're actually gonna talk about the Pats next week.
0: It'll be it'll be Matt
1: Judon. Yeah, it would be G- well, unless Mac goes and throws three touchdowns against so we a horrible, horrible Vikings, not horrible, but overrated. Vikings team we will, uh, in defense.
0: We'll run through the Pats real quick because we will talk about them more in depth next week. Um, because of the Thursday night game that they have against the Buffalo Bills, pretty good matchup there. Um, but this game's forty-three point over under. Um, I would think the Vikings score most of those.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say I might put the over on that one. I think yeah, people,
0: the under Patriots'
1: 18. offense isn't good, but this this Uh-oh. is gonna be. A little bit higher score than people think I, I think. Yeah.
0: Um all right, so we have uh at the quarterback position for the New England Patriots who are the road team, uh Mac Jones, not a start. Um no. in any fantasy no. format. Uh you know, if he had the numbers of Tua tunga vailoa, then maybe. But uh at this point Mac Jones is not a start. Um and there's not much to be said about that.
1: No, he's not even even in like a two quarterback league he, he's he's on the fringe. <laughs> It's um,
0: it and like it like what what did he have last week? Was it fifty? What? How many points do you need? Quarter you ten. Quarter points. point for twenty five yards, right? So you know have hundred like yards to get one. How do you um, no, I'm 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 doing the math wrong.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't even know what you whatever. said, but
0: um. Yeah, he needs to score. T- the way he plays the game, he needs to score touchdowns in order to have and multiple multiple touchdowns in order to have good fantasy weeks um and he the Patriots whole offense has scored six touchdowns in like what five games for uh, or seven games yeah I know, I he
1: hasn't know. had a game yet where he's gotten more than one touchdown
0: yeah so tough season for Mac Jones so far but i you know stay away from him in fantasy uh we got two running backs here one that's kind of fallen off the a cliff okay he's just disappeared damian harris and then uh and then Ramondre Stevenson um, the plus side of Damien Harris in the past has been the fact that he gets freaking every goal line carry in the history of ever, but they don't have a lot of those as of late. So Damian Harris, you know, with the exception of a couple of big runs every once in a while, he doesn't really produce much for fantasy. And I'm going to say that he is definitely a sit in this game. Mondre, however, gets pass catching work. He gets freaking grinder work on the ground. He gets everything. Uh, for the Patriots, um, besides touchdowns, as does Damien Harris. So I think if I had to choose a running back in this game, I would go Ramondre. Um, I think Ramondre is a, a, a okay start this week against Minnesota. The Patriots' identity should be running the football, and I think they'll try to do a lot of that in this game. Um, so I, I like Ramondre Stevenson. Um, if you're in a pinch uh-huh. and there's no waiver wire running backs like Damien uh-huh. Harris – could be a go but just be aware that that could be a total freaking disaster
1: here's my uh here's my homer hot take of the year okay i like both guys oh boy i like both guys this week
0: minnesota does give up 21.6 i was gonna say look what pollard and zeke just
1: did to the vikings i think the patriots can use that to their advantage and do something similar So harris's zeke
0: and Ramondre is tony yeah tony Pollard's gonna catch two touchdown passes for (laughs) for 90 yards and uh last week stevenson
1: actually was really bad on the ground and they Harris it was harris's first game um in a couple weeks and he was really good he had eight yards of carry um it was kind of explosive i think he's gonna do that again against minnesota and then i think you're gonna get a goal line touchdown this week okay i think the patriots finally get a touchdown um even though they've only had one in two games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say they got a, a couple maybe even a couple, who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh I'm gonna say they at least get one touchdown, and I'm gonna say it's Damian Harris on the goal line. And then Stevenson is gonna be good because of, as you said, his pass catching. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had at least five targets every week since week six. Wow. Five, eight, seven, seven, six.
0: Way to go, Mac Jones. Just feed him. <laughs> yep. So he's a PPR machine because of that.
1: He's getting like Fifteen carries and six catches five, six catches a week. Mm-hmm. That's um a recipe for success in PPR. So he's a really good start, has a really good floor, and then Damian Harris is the riskier of the two. And I'm not saying to start him over anyone who's like really good, but I think he's could be a solid flex option this week.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Uh at the wide receiver position, there is no one that is worth starting besides Jacoby no. Myers.
1: Well, yeah. Myers, I actually, you know. I think he's a good flex yeah. and I think he, he has a good game this week. Um, but even Myers the last couple of weeks has been kind of underwhelming. Yeah. Uh, but I think, again, I think the Patriots offense, I'm not saying they get 30 points this week, but I think they get more than three. So uh, a little bit of a bounce back. I'm thinking they get around 20 points this week.
0: Okay. All right.
1: So that that's going to have some fantasy value. So I think Myers gets double digit points. So, mm-hmm. Take that with a grain of salt. Whether that's like ten or eleven points, Um, so again, I think he's he's an okay flex as well, kind of like Damon Harris. But uh, everybody else, you're
0: saying you don't want iron pants for hands catching the ball. No, I don't. In your starting lineup, Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, no. Uh, Wide receiver position, and then um, wild. Like I don't know what the Pats are doing. Like if you actually watch them, I, I don't really understand the purpose of not getting Hunter Henry involved as much as they did last year. But coming into the year, you know, I, I kind of felt like Hunter Henry was an okay value when he was getting drafted. What in the 11th, 12th round? Yep. Dead wrong there. He's been completely worthless. Um, him and Janu are just a waste of space in terms of tight ends. So, um, neither one yeah. of these guys I start, this is an I'm offense going. that like, unless you're, you're a running back, I'm in or your name is Jacoby Myers who gets like 10 targets and like Brick said, even him, he hasn't been great, but outside of those guys, like I really don't, there's nothing here to start right. for fantasy purposes. So next year should I, be fun.
1: I was out on Hunter Henry because there's more, um I guess, target demand in that offense than there was last year. And he was also very touchdown dependent last year. So now this year he's not getting the touchdowns and he's irrelevant because of that.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings quickly. Um Kirk Cousins has been um he's been a borderline edge week to week play uh but I would kind of still rank him into the conversation of streamable. Um like he has a lot of really good games, but I just don't know if I can trust him on a week to week basis. I do have Kirk Cousins in a couple of um uh, redraft leagues I had to pick him up off the waiver wire and start him cuz I had some quarterback problems, but um, and he's been fine, but uh, I feel like he's definitely streamable this week against new England though. I would sit him down. I like prime time, Kirk cousins, two and eight, a million picks, one touchdown.
1: <laughs> yeah. He blows in prime time. So look at what he's playing. Bill Belichick. I don't know
0: if you want to consider four 30 last week, prime time when there was three games going on and everyone was watching Kirk Cousins, but the dude vomited against the freaking Dallas Cowboys. Going up against New England, one of the, like, they're going to, Matt Judon's going to get three sacks, and they are going to rip him, a sh- like, apart.
1: Yeah. Kirk Cousins is going to
0: get hit, like, a million times, and he's going to throw it all over the place and make mistakes, and uh, and I don't like this matchup for him, so sit him.
1: And uh, Christian saw the starting left tackle, who has been phenomenal this year pff had him ranked as the uh the number one offensive lineman in the league so far um got injured early in that game and he's not gonna be back. and it showed how awful that offensive line was after that the cowboys had like eight sacks mm-hmm. and i don't think he's gonna play this week he has a concussion yeah so unless he can clear a concussion protocol which i don't think is gonna happen he's gonna be out this week so the offensive line is trash mm-hmm. the patriots have an elite defense i'm going nowhere near Kirk cousins
0: uh, Dalvin Cook is the running back that you should be thinking about. Um, uh, he is a—he's kind of faded a little bit um, in the last two seasons. He went from like 2020, was it 2021 draft yeah. season, being the number two running back off the board to now, like I wouldn't even rank him in my top ten at this point. <laughs> um, he's been not great. So uh, hey, hey,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't be that mean, bro. Come on.
0: But I will say he's a start this week. Always got to start, Delvin Cook.
1: Bro, he 13, 13, 10, 26, 15, 25, 13, 23, and then this week, Seth.
0: What's he rank on the But season? before that, he was top top 10 running back yeah. before this week. That's fine. That's why I said. Okay. Well, no, you said you wouldn't rank him top 10. I That's... wouldn't rank him top 10. I rank him 11. Okay. Well, you could have said that. I was going to say, I'd probably have him like what do you 8 think, or 9. What do you, what do you think? But... I, get, I put him at like 15. That's the way you were making I'd it sound. I'd rather sell. have Miles Sanders. No, yeah. I oh, mean, rest of season
1: rankings, he's at ten, and I don't know if I would put him as anybody who's higher than him on that list. So yeah. that seems about right. I would, I would say like nine or ten. Um, but it's, he's still pretty good, and like, yeah, he's not the RB two that he once was, mm-hmm. but he's still an RB one in I think fantasy. RB one in our hearts. And even last week he was good. It was just he didn't get any work, and then they took him out in the third quarter because they were losing by thirty fa- or thirty points. Yeah. So he he had, but he had uh, six yards of carry before they. Yeah, he's uh, still good. Took him out of the game. Um, so like, the, he, he was the still Patriots, playing Well, but the
0: Patriots are an interesting animal too because it, that's kind of on a the, scary. Matchup, on the season, but, right? Uh-huh. Patriots have given up the least amount of fantasy points to the running back position. Who have they played at the running back position that would scare you?
1: I don't know. I'd have to look at their their schedule.
0: No one. I don't remember anyone.
1: Uh, they played the Lions. Jamal Williams. Swift was out. <laughs> okay. Aaron Jones in Green Bay. I, I think he, had, he actually ran pretty well in that game. So uh, the, the big, big thing up. is
0: that right now there's a couple of things going on for the New England Patriots. And luckily I'm a Patriots fan, so you get the inside information. Um, Christian Barmore is out and he is their entire run defense for the most part. They don't have any like linebackers really. that can do anything. Is Kyle Kyle Duggar still out and Kyle Duggar played last week. He almost had a pick on Zach Wilson. So he's in, um, he is, he's, he's a, you know, uh, what do they call it? Um, he's like a prototype playmaking safety. So he'll be in the box crushing running backs. But I think this could be a better day for him than, you know, like if you just look at the statistics on the season, like the Patriots do like they've had the toughest run defense and this is a good test for them because Dalvin cook is a real running back.
1: I so mean, they I think, shut down the jets run game last week.
0: So, I mean, we'll see what happens with the Patriots and, and see if they can actually stop Dalvin cook. But I don't feel as bad about this matchup against the Patriots as, as some people might. Um, I like it for Dalvin cook, but anyway, let's talk, let's talk about the wide receivers. I am a little bit worried about Justin Jefferson. Patriots have, I think a top five pass defense, believe it or not. Um, they're going to get the ball to Justin Jefferson, obviously. Um, but if, if primetime Kirk shows through and he blows, this yeah. could be one of Justin Jefferson's tough nights. Um, I'm still starting him. I'm still going with that. But but temper expectations on Thursday night for Justin Jefferson. Uh, yeah. For me, just quickly, Adam Thielen, I wouldn't start him against New England. It, it
1: kind of is a weird thing because usually when Jefferson has a bad game, again, we talked about this with Diggs, like, he goes off the next week. Um, week three, he had four face points, and then the next week, he had 31. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that game, he had six targets and then 13. So, like, they typically will try to force feed him the ball after a bad week. And He's coming off a bad week. So, you would expect him to force feed him the ball. But at the same time, what does Bill Belichick do that everybody always talks about on defense? He takes away their best asset. Exactly. He'll take away your best player. So, so he's going
0: to. F- if you're Bill Belichick, put your Bill Belichick thinking cap on. Yep. Yeah is Justin Jefferson or Dalvin cook, the Vikings best asset to bill
1: it's, it's Jefferson, but okay. All right. But I think if you I don't even it, think
0: Bill saw Justin Jefferson on the play sheet because he's probably spent so much time watching Dalvin cook salivating uh, being like, well, I love so, running backs.
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing. He probably looks at it. Like if we can shut down the run and make Kirk cousins, make a play, he's going to screw up. Yeah. So they could look at it like that, but in terms of just in a vacuum, Jefferson is their best. Okay, offensive weapon. All right, and then, but um, yeah, that that is concerning. Obviously, you still start him though.
0: Adam Thielen's out though for you, right?
1: Um, probably has has he been? I just want to yeah, quickly he's had look at some this. startable
0: games. He's
1: been, he's been been up and down. I I wouldn't start daily. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't either.
0: Um, and then finally we have, uh, the rise of the Hawkster and I love TJ Hawkinson. They've been targeting him a lot. They obviously brought him in to do uh, very specific (laughs) things, but what I don't like is how, uh, far as he did
1: have targeted. an easy touchdown drop this week just yeah,
0: two no he's bro it wasn't just one it was like three all in one drive <laughs> trust me i know i know yeah. all about it i watched and i yelled four times
1: it, it doesn't it doesn't give him a good look to people who are um do, do you know there's a guy who uh, i follow on twitter who i'm in a dynasty league with and he hates tj hawkinson. It's like his least favorite player yeah. and every time hawkinson does something he's like yeah he's so overrated like, on every play. Really? And I just traded him away in a league, and he's like, that was a great trade for you. It's like, okay. Oh, my
0: God. But anyway, he gets uh, – the last – since getting traded to the Minnesota Vikings, he's had 9, 10, and 9 targets. So oh. I do feel like he's definitely going to be in the vicinity of 8, 9, or 10 targets in this game. Um, the question is, does his efficiency improve in terms, terms of yards per um, catch, mm. which in the last two weeks have been 6.8. He's got like f- – Last week, it was seven catches for 45 yards. Disgusting five catches for 34 yards last week, which is also disgusting. Um, He puts up 10 points when he doesn't score a touchdown, and then if he does score a touchdown, it's a big week for a tight end. So um, he's got to be in your lineup. He's a top-five tight end.
1: Yeah, he has to be in your lineup for sure. Are you worried that the Patriots' defense is going to—
0: I do think that something is going to show through in this game. Um, and I think the Patriots will focus on Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook in the game in terms of trying to stop them. And I could don't open think things th- up for the Hawk. I, I, don't think, I don't think they have the personnel in the middle of the field in terms of linebackers to stop. I would
1: assume offense. they would, they might put Kyle Duggar on them in the passing game.
0: But... They could, but I'd rather Duggar do other things. So, yeah. We'll see. Uh, all right. Give us a pick.
1: This is the hardest one. It's a coin flip for me. I'm gonna say the Patriots. I just don't believe in the Vikings.
0: Okay. All right. Well, what are you? Um, I'm gonna take. <coughs> oh man. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Pats. Okay. I'm gonna take the Pats. I'm excited about that. Have faith in the path. Yeah. I. I. I you know who? Who knows? I. I do think the is a thing... coin flip though. The big thing for me in this game. Sorry, I'm, I, I lost my iPad, so I'm trying to get our audio system back. Um, so while that's booting itself up, the, the iPad, so I can get my uh, audio, the outro audio. Um, right. I will say for Minnesota, I mean for for the Minnesota Vikings, I, Kirk Cousins really does vomit on himself in prime time, and I I think the Pats will take advantage of that. The question for me is, can can the Patriots score? To at least keep up with them, because I think a bad game for Minnesota is like 17 points. Can the Pats score 17 points?
1: Uh, <laughs> I think they can. That's yeah, it. that sounded reassuring. Yeah, they can. They can score 17.
0: Okay, all right. Well, there you have it. I think the Pats are going to win. I do too, but it's really could go either way. Sheesh, man, this this outro sequence has been brutal. You know, outro music started playing and then it just stopped like, what of the course crap? but anyway happy Thanksgiving enjoy your Thanksgiving day all the turkey all the football we'll talk to you later guys see you thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The FF Champs